0: San Francisco was terrorized in the late 60s and early 70s by a man who called himself the Zodiac Killer. He claimed 37 murders, police confirmed at least six. Four years ago, the killing stopped and so did Zodiac's letter. Now there's another letter. For that, Tom Schell. San Francisco police displayed a blackboard with excerpts of the latest Zodiac letter at a news conference last night. Police are convinced it's authentic. Deputy San Francisco Police Chief Clem Diamica said it's the 16th letter received from the Zodiac Killer and the first since 1974. Letter number 16 has breathed new life into the investigation of at least six murders blamed on the Zodiac. Old files will be reviewed again. For the last nine years, the Zodiac investigation has been headed by homicide inspector David Toskey. I have all the a gut feeling that
1: that he was not dead and that he was out there somewhere and that he would
0: communicate. I I was always hoping that he would communicate and, and not commit an act, a letter I can handle. The latest letter from the Zodiac poses more questions than it answers. Questions like, why has he only communicated twice in the past nine years? Has he killed in that time? No clues in the latest letter. But more importantly, who is the Zodiac and where is he? Tom Shell, ABC News, San Francisco.
2: Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, <laughs> Larry, Springhill, Josh, <laughs> and the Illumamami herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, part one of two, the Zodiac. <laughs> Fitting for our first heavy heavy hitter, if you if 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 you'll indulge me a bit. See, today we're covering something that isn't just a normal conspiracy. We're we're diving into the world of killers, and for me, this is a big deal because I and I know Larry as the show kind of Genesis. Beginners, we had talked about doing a show, but we knew we wouldn't cover serial killers unless it was unsolved. Right. And this is the penultimate unsolved. So, guys, news. We're gathered around our mics. Indeed. Mm-hmm. This was a listener request, actually, in a way, because this was a show vote. It was between, I think, Zodiac and UFOs. UFOs. No, that's the other one. It was Zodiac and some Jack the Ripper. Ah. That's and, right. Uh, almost a landslide victory for Zodiac. And understandably so, because I'm gonna tell you the Zodiac is <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have
3: the uh You said Jack the Ripper.
4: <laughs> I don't Sorry. think Ryan heard that.
2: <laughs> nope. The walls are purring. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, barking they do spiders. Now, I'm not going to say we're not going to cover Jack the Ripper in the future because we totally are. Uh, and that'll totally be a two-parter. Um, so anyway, Zodiac. <laughs> Zodiac. Now, I'm going to pull the Thunderbird to the side of the road real quick because I got to get a truth corner before we, go, before we can move on. Do you know about this killer and how would you rate him among other known killers? Uh, we'll go with Larry first. We're going to go the other way around. Yeah, I know.
5: I know, I know him, and it's a good guy. Oh yeah, just kidding. No, um, any serial killer who is like never gets caught that helps the scary factor.
4: Going, it does t- Ten. ten. I'm going to be honest. I know very little about well, the Zodiac Killer. Um, after this
2: episode, it was my mission to make sure that people remembered this guy's douchiness. Yeah. So um,
4: um, I watched the movie, but honestly, I couldn't tell you anything that it was about because I wasn't actually paying attention. You were
2: just like Jake Gyllenhaal's dreamy eyes.
4: Yeah, pretty much. I got lost in his puppy dog eyes and his chest hair. So that's about all I recall from the Zodiac.
2: <laughs> Don't we all though? He's a beautiful, he's a beautiful man. He is.
3: Thank you. <laughs> uh, the very little bit i know about him as a character i know more about the killings the many many killings and whatnot and i would say just based on that and the fact that he was never caught hell yeah he's a 10 man and i'll
2: round that out with a 10 um i always rated zodiac super low as far as, and i'm and i'm a serial killer aficionado in a lot of ways like i do a lot of my own stupid like w- searching Wikipedia searches, murderpedia, uh, YouTube documentaries. Like I know a pretty good solid volume from front to back a to Z about serial killers. And this is a guy that really sparked fear in a lot of people. Um, and it makes sense because this is just before the FBI had really figured out their whole mind hunter serial killer terminology you know when somebody killed a lot of people they just viewed them as i don't know kind of like a lost soul that just you know we didn't understand the things that we know now about like mental diseases Mm -hmm. and other things like that so before we get into it now the first crime that was ever done that we know that was confirmed to be the Zodiac was in 1968. Wow. Now, there were more before that, and I'll get into that Mm. when when we delve into our history and really start dissecting this asshole. So, Larry, why don't you take us back to 1968?
5: Now it's time for us to open up the Time Capsule. 1968, the music, oh, they always start with the music, and today is no different. So let's start with births, or I'm sorry, news, musical highlights. January 4th, guitarist Jimi Hendrix is jailed by Stockholm police after trashing a hotel room during a drunken fistfight with bassist Noel Redding. You would later get Stockholm Syndrome. January 6th, the Gibson Guitar Corporation patented, patents its Gibson Flying V-Electric guitar design. Nice. On January 13th, Johnny Cash performs his famous concert at Folsom State Prison in California. We have an off-tempo podcast episode about that. Indeed. sure do.
4: dedicated to that whole
5: uh, album. Synergy, baby. What episode? I believe it was episode. You'll find it. Eight. It's we've only have like fifteen <laughs> right. episodes. Yeah,
4: it's in there. You'll find it.
5: Ja- oh, sorry. February twelfth, Jimi Hendrix is given an honorary high school diploma from Garfield High School. As if he needs we it. We hate Mondays. Hendrix is also <laughs> given the key to the city, and that's not a key of cocaine. February eighteenth, David Gillimore joins Pink Floyd, replacing founder Sid Barrett, who had checked himself into a psychiatric hospital. Mm-hmm. I believe the name of the hospital was <laughs> March 1st Johnny Cash and June Carter are married in Franklin, Kentucky Ben to Franklin It sucks April 29th The Rock <laughs> Musical Hair opens on Broadway at the Biltmore Theater Give me a girl with hair I didn't know Long
6: beautiful hair
5: May 30th a musical guy. The Beatles We saw Shark Tank the, be- the musical action when we were in Chicago we did?
6: I didn't know it was, it was from
5: 68 though Shark yeah. Tank This is awful. (laughs) (laughs) There's your review. Yeah, May 30th. (laughs) That's a review. The Beatles begin recording the White Album. Ooh, Probably one of my favorites. It took four months. Yeah. (laughs) August 4th, yes, performs for the first time at a summer camp. Yes. Yes. September 7th, Led Zeppelin performs for the first time, billed as the New Yardbirds. Mm -hmm. And September 14th, Two sons of singer Roy Orbison, 10-year-old Roy Dwayne Orbison, Dwayne the Rock Orbison, and six-year-old Anthony King Orbison, die in a house fire in Henderson, Tennessee. Orbison's youngest son, Wesley, was miraculously saved by Roy's parents. Aww. September 19th. The Who begin recording Tommy, a rock opera that tells a story Uh. about a deaf, dumb, and blind boy, including his experience with life and the relationship with his family. And
2: that deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure plays a mean
5: pinball. Mm -mm -mm. November 22nd, the White Album is released. November 26th. Yeah, they in that short of time, they were able to record and mix. Well, it's and I know this is going one year, but you said Zeppelin played for
3: the first time in 68. Yeah. So it only took them one year to make Zeppelin one. Yeah. That's yeah. insanity to me. It's
5: easy when you were to pop blues guitar uh, musicians. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. On November 26th, Cream plays their farewell concert at Royal Albert Hall, and it will be the last time that Eric Clapton, Jack Bruce, and Ginger Baker play together until their 1993 induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. December 2nd, Jimi Hendrix manager Chaz Chandler quits over differences with Hendrix during the recording of Electric Ladyland. Janis Joplin, Big Brother, and The Holding Company perform their last concert together before Janis goes solo. And Elvis Presley, Elvis airs on NBC and finishes finished as not only the highest rated TV show for the week, but also the highest rated television special of 1968. Nice births. So make oh, you feel old. Shit. January 14th, LL Cool J oh. was born. January 27th, Mike Patton of Faith No More. Faith no More. Oh, and and uh, uh, British rapper Tricky. Oh, really good. If you, you He's gotta, good. January, it. January 28th, Sarah McLaughlin was born, as was DJ Muggs of Cypress Hill. February so, 1st. So many animals are safe now. They are. Mm-hmm. They are an February 1st, Melissa Marie Presley was born. February 20, 12th, Vagina Phillips was born of... V- Excuse me, what? Vag- what? Vagina or China. vagina? Oh. oh,
4: I definitely heard vagina. I Phillips. said February twelfth,
5: vagina Phillips, China fa- Phillips. My mind's in the gutter. That's Ryan's weekend. Vagina Phillips. Yep, <laughs> February twenty-second, Brad Noel of Sublime is born. Oh, uh, he would pass away in nineteen ninety-six. R.A.P. March eleventh, Lisa Loeb was born. March fifteenth, Mark McGrath. You say Mark Gordon Today, March twenty-third, Damon Albarn. Of Blur and the Groove. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Woohoo! March 26th, big day for births. James E. Hobb, the Smashing Pumpkins, Ugh. and Ch- Kenny Chesney. The world he of between. Oh, <laughs> sexy. Good lord. Oh, well, somebody farted. March over there. 30th, Celine Dion was born. Oh, jeez.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
5: Yes. My heart will go on. No, that's Josh. surprising. I, I didn't think she. What'd you think? Older or younger? I thought she was older. No. No, so that's looked- her
4: husband that's like a thousand years yeah. old. <laughs>
3: so he's dead now, Why? but I, I would have never thought that James and Celine Dion are the same age. I know where the Ark of the Covenant is.
5: <laughs> April cool. 3rd, Sebastian Bach. Oh yeah, Skid Row. Also of the Trailer Park Boys series. Mm, indeed. April 29th, Carney Wilson of Wilson and Phillips, daughter of Brian Wilson. That's the cheeseburger one, right? Yes. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> May 1st, Darcy Retsky of the Smashing Pumpkins. May 16th, Ralph Tresvin of New Edition. May 28th, Carly Minow. Min- can't. Mike. Eight, August 10th, Michael Bivens of Bell Biv DeVoe. September 10th, Big Daddy Kane. September 25th, Mil- Will Smith. So Will Smith and Celine Dion are the same age. Wild Wild West.
4: I can't even wrap my mind around that. As is. Hey,
5: he can't rap either. October 7th, Tom York. What? You just woke me up. Yeah. Of Radiohead wow. fame. October 17th, Ziggy Marley is born. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What was the month slash date? October for t- 7th. Okay. October, no, or November 15th, Old Dirty Bastard. Rest in peace. B <laughs> This one's for April. November 29th, Jonathan Knight. New Kids in the Block. Oh, yeah. December 2nd, Nate Mendel of Foo Fighters. And December 9th, Brian Bell of Weezer. I love this segment. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> really wakes me up. Quick movie review. Yes, you saw it. Yes, you liked it. No, you didn't. Stay silent if you didn't see it. 2001 Space Odyssey. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry about that. That Fun- was violent. That sounded like a
4: moth flew into it the felt back of your felt throat. I like
5: it. Funny girl. The love bug. Yes. Yeah. The odd couple. Yes. <laughs> Um, Rosemary's Baby. Yes. yes. Classic. Planet of the Apes. Yes. yes. Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Oh, yeah. Big. Yes. Um, And uh, The Thomas Crown Affair. No. You know who made their debut in 1968? In Ooh. movies? In film, yes. Gary Busey. Oh, Lord. Wild in the Streets. John Cleese in The Interlude. Timothy Dalton. The Lion in Winter. Goldie Hawn. The one and only genuine and original family band. So she was in three movies in one year. Wow. Chuck Norris in The Wrecking Crew. <laughs> and Barbara Streisand in Funny Girl. Television. February 6th, the 10th Winter Olympics Games in Grenoble, France, are the first Olympics to be fully broadcast in color. Uh, April 2nd, British singer Petula Clark appears on uh, a television special on NBC with Harry Belafonte as guest. As a guest, in an affectionate, ge- affectionate gesture, she literally does this. Um, prompts uh, 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 ma- um, like this is crazy. That touch him, her touching her, her, Harry Belafonte on the arm causes Chrysler Corporation to pull their ad sponsorship because <laughs> the white wow. girl touched the black man. Yikes! Imagine if Miley
3: Cyrus was back then.
5: October 14th. Well, yeah, I think everyone was stoned back then. Fair enough. first live television broadcast from a spacecraft in orbit during the Apollo 7 mission. October 21st through 25th, Joan Crawford makes a guest appearance for five episodes on the soap opera The Secret Storm, filling in for her daughter who was sick. Joan, Joan slur, slurs her lines and appears to be intoxicated during the tapings. I thought Ryan would. Uh, understand that. <laughs> I've been there before. November 17th, NBC breaks away from a pro football game to air a TV movie adaptation of Heidi sparking furious protests. <laughs> because After the breakaway, the Oakland Raiders scored two touchdowns to defeat the New York Jets in the final minute of play, and there's like no record of it, because the only people who know who got to see that were in the crowd. Oh, geez. November 22nd, William Shatner and Nichelle Nichols share the first interracial kiss on television, mm-hmm. on Star Trek. December 24th, Apollo Eight broadcast to the Earth, relaying a report that there is a Santa Claus, and reading a passage from the Book of Genesis. Oh, and in, and in the 1968, nearly 200 million households then had a television set. That's worldwide debuts uh, for television shows: Rowan and Martin's Laughing, Mister mm. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh! <gasps> Always gets a reaction. We love Mr. Rogers. He's the one good man on the planet ever.
4: Can I just quick break in with like a small Mr. Rogers anecdote that Absolutely. like really does my heart in as far as Mr. Rogers goes? So you know how in every episode he would go up and feed the fish and mm-hmm. say, like, and now I'm feeding my fish, right? Mm-hmm. He did that because he got a letter from a fan who was blind, and she said, I'm concerned that the fish is going hungry. Aww, that's so sweet. I know. So every episode from then on, he, he verbalized that he was feeding the fish, and he said in one of the episodes, because some of my friends are concerned that, that my fish friend is hungry.
5: I'm patenting this idea right now. No one steal it. I'm going to do a Mr. Rogers podcast. Oh, I, yes. I believe that that is the <laughs> best thing you
2: can do. <laughs> I, he was I, the most pure, beautiful, pure human being. And when I, there's a YouTube video. If you watch it, I'd be, I'd give you 10 bucks. If you don't cry at the end of it, when he talks to senators, yes,
5: about, oh, about funding for PBS. Oh, yep. That funding was out. The, that funding was gone until he spoke. Mm-hmm.
2: And then that guy was like, "I'm throwing my wallet at you right yeah. now, sir. We're gonna give was... you more than yeah. you need." Good,
3: uh,
5: guy. Good guy. One Life to Live, which like I think still runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, De- makes its debut. The Archie Show. Ryan, huh? you're into Archie. Riverdale. Uh, here's Lucy. Lucy Lucille Ball. Oh boy. Yep. 60 Minutes makes its debut. As does Hawaii Five O. Mm. And shows that ended in 1968 was Lost in Space, The Lucy Show, Batman, oh. Speed Racer, The Monkees, The Andy Griffith Show, oh. I Spy, The Gumby Show, and The Roadrunner Show. Meet mm. Meet. In news, sadly enough, April 4th, Martin Luther King Jr. is shot dead. At the Lorraine Motel in Memphis, Tennessee. Look all this music behind that. Jesus Christ. Christ. Riots erupted in hey. major American cities, lasting for several days afterwards. April 11th is probably... <laughs> This was probably a way to get this passed at the time. Sadly enough, U.S. Lyndon B. Johnson signs the Civil Rights Act of 1968. I wonder if Lu- if Martin Luther King isn't killed that that doesn't even get passed. I will say there is a conspiracy bes- behind that. So I've heard. we might be covering. I that think in the we future. should. Uh, May 18th, Mattel releases a toy called Hot Wheels.
4: Oh, I have about 700 of them <laughs> in my living room. If anyone needs a refresher.
5: June 3rd, radical feminist, totally radical, Valerie Salanis shoots Andy Warhol as he enters his studio, wounding him. June 5th, U.S. Presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy is shot at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. Sirhan Sirhan is arrested, and Kennedy dies from his injuries the next day. June 8th, James Earl Ray is arrested for the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr., July 17th this guy called Saddam Hussein becomes vice chairman of the Revolutionary Council in Iraq after a coup d'etat Ooh sounds like a good taco coup d'etat mm-hmm. It's it's yeah it's probably something taco bell made that's just folded a little funky <laughs> July 18th the semiconductor company Intel is founded July 20th, the first International Special Olympics Summer Games are held at Soldier Field in Chicago with about a thousand athletes with intellectual disabilities. My cousin has participated in that. That is an awesome thing. Good for mm-hmm. them. Good for them. November 5th, U.S. presidential election 1968. Republican challenger Richard Nixon defeats Democratic candidate Vice President Hubert Humphrey to win the presidency. Hmm. Ah, yes. Sports fans. January 1st, Rose Bowl. Southern California Trojans won 14-3 over the Indiana Hoosiers to win the College Football National Championship. January 14th, Super Bowl II. Green Bay Packers won 33-14 over the Oakland Raiders. Nice. And afterwards, Packer head coach Vince Lombardi announces his retirement. And in 1968, O.J. Simpson (laughs) running back for the USC Trojans is the overwhelming choice for the Heisman Trophy. And in the World Series, Detroit Tigers won four games to three over the St. Louis Cardinals. And I want to say, this past EFIS podcast, we talk about the 1968 controversy about the national anthem. Good companion piece. Mm. Yes, very good. Uh, NCAA basketball, UCLA wins 78-55 over North Carolina and 1968 NBA finals. Boston Celtics won four games to two over the Los Angeles Lakers. That, my friends, is your time capsule. Oh, that's just bad. I'm just going to fade that right <laughs> now. <laughs> oh. I, hear, I hear a bassoon and I'm out. The bassoon is a stay away yes. instrument for me. Yeah, it was. Less. It sounded like last. It really did.
2: Um. All right. Well, here's where we get serious, guys.
3: Oh, yeah. Right. Crap.
2: Left gate. <laughs> Tried to delay that. I'm t- gonna try to pave my way through this, but please interject as you always do with mm. everything that you have to say, including burps. Anything you have to say. So I'm I just up dinner. Uh, I just want to say that. Um. This is a big episode for me because you know I get to finally cover a serial killer that I've. Yeah, I know it's like. Why Christmas. should it? It's like sh- Christmas. Why should it be so excited? Because this guy is a douche. Okay, lots of people died. Let's say this. I read Robert Graysmith's book. I watched the David Fincher film, and I won't touch on that any more than that. But just say, I highly, rem- I highly recommend. Um watching the youtube videos with theories about this i've listened to a lot of podcasts covering this subject last podcast and left which you brought up before and the truth the the truth about this case is that it boils down to just a few things for me um it's a nerd's cry for attention Hmm, really yeah if this asshat had twitter and a girlfriend or even a waifu or a sex doll he could stab that would cry when he wanted to feel power this stuff may have not happened (laughs) pretty much and you can just go that the whole episode because this guy was a fucking walking douche
3: did he like all serial spitter and sputter what do you mean like a douche
2: No, no, no. I'm just saying he was a. He probably liked comic books. He was probably obsessive compulsive. He was probably into military things. He probably got the. What is it? The. Whatever the. Get swords.
3: Whoa. whoa. Oh,
2: yeah, swords for sure.
4: (laughs) What? Do we need to rewind and pull up that picture of you holding the sword, Larry? Because I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs)
2: Look, we don't cover serial killers as a policy. We started this show. And we said we would only cover things that were unsolved, of which we could at the very end make up our own verdicts in this case. Spoilers, as I believe this will be a two-parter. I do think I have the culprit. Really? Mm. Yes, I do. Detective
4: Ryan is on the case.
3: solve a crime here. I just want to know, what comic books did he read? I I don't
2: know. I'm just saying he's a nerd. Okay, Josh, calm down. Obviously, he's. A I PC say guy. he's. I'm gonna say a lot of things about the Zodiac being a douchey nerd. You're gonna want to know what video games, what comic books he li- he did. <laughs> mm-hmm. He he, before even podcasts existed, you might want to know what radio stations he listened to. I'm just telling you, he's a fucking nerd. He is a asshat, fucking nerd. Exactly. <laughs> <Thank> you, <Larry. laughs> I don't know. Probably. Avengers, I don't know, whatever was around at the time. Superman, 60s. Yeah, Superman probably thought he was Superman. Spider Man. Look, here's the deal let me, let me let your man start to talk about this guy. Uh, I'm getting a headache because it just makes me mad. All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Well, before we get into our verdicts, obviously, we have to talk about the story okay. now. A sexual sadist. Ugh. We'll start there. That's what Not the Zodiac is. It's someone who craves power and attention and enjoys and slash gets off on the humiliation and pain and death of others. Now, and a good example of that, if you're a person who wants to like look up books or anything, like I said, I, I read Robert Graysmith's book about the Zodiac, but there's a book... Called the man with the candy that is based on Dean Corll, who was a sexual sadist as well. Now this Houston area serial killer from the seventies who groomed groomed teen boys to help him bring in other boys and torture them to death as he raped them on a large wooden sled he made with handcuffs. Um, he was also a sexual sadist. He would insert. Sm- yeah, I don't know. Almost don't oh, want to say, boy. but. Have you guys ever heard of that? I don't know what they call that for sticking rods into the pee hole. Catheters. Sounding. Sounding. Yes.
4: He, I don't know. he don't would do him. that.
2: <laughs> he would do that with glass. Oh! To little thirteen, fourteen, fifteen-year-old boys, and as they writhed in pain, he would kiss their chests and say, "I love you." Ugh. And he would probably blow his load in his pants. That's Dean Coral, ladies and gentlemen. He's also the scary to me, and I've researched a lot of serial killers. He's the scariest to mm-hmm. me. Uh, Gacy doesn't come close to Corll mm-hmm. because also they never found all the bodies in his shed. And I think there was more than, I think Gacy went over like two or three bodies, but they never, sur- they, they had convicts searching the shed that he buried all the bodies mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Long story short, we don't need to talk anymore about him. So Richard Trenton Chase, here's another sexual sadist. The vampire of Sacramento was also like our man Zodiac that we're covering today. The troubled manic killer whose own mind told him he lacked enough blood and would destroy entire families by ripping out their insides, oh. and drinking their blood, and then symbolically putting dog feces into one of their victims' mouths, as if to say how less than him they were. And that's true. Richard actually dug into the chest cavity all the way down to the spine, scooped it up with a yogurt cup that was in the trash, and drank the blood of the, one of the victims of the family he massacred, and then walked outside, picked up the dog feces, and shoved it into her mouth. Lando! <laughs> 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I continue on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fucking assholes of the permanent kind. I mean these 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 people don't change. And that's the mm-hmm. thing I want you to understand with Zodiac. I it's terrible that he's not been caught because you see all these people were able to turn it off and walk away basically. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. that's the crazy part. For any one of us, if something like if if we even killed somebody Oh my god! 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 GRPD. my god! Oh 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 just god! Oh my god! my god! Oh 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 You see all these people were able to turn it off and walk away. The greatest threat to them is getting caught realistically. Mm -hmm. But as far as guilt is concerned, there was never, ever any. They don't have guilt. Zodiac is out there. If he's still alive, he has no guilt. Shame. Shame. They could walk away, turn on MASH on TV like the last minutes of death and violence were nothing. And that's why I believe it is more important in the time of the East Area Rapist being caught with DNA that we find this guy. And that's why I'm really excited that we're recording this episode. So I apologize if there's a big preamble before I get into his killings. But I really wanted you guys to know how important I think it is to always raise the notice of somebody like this. Because this is just before we knew what serial killers were. Like a fraction of the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just before we knew how to find them. And this is a guy that supposedly confirmed got six, but could have gotten as many as 50. Wow. Wow. Jeez. So... <laughs> So many unsolved murders could be put to rest. So many could get answers. Anyways, let's start with this shit smear of a human and the timeline of his crimes. We make no light of the victims. Never. No. These people rest in peace, but this guy, we will mock him continuously, put him down for the clown that he is for the entirety of town. Cause he's a piece of shit. So here we go. The first crimes that could be attached to the Zodiac, according to history, dot com in a article timelining his events. Now, Robert Domingos and his fiance, Linda Edwards, were seniors at Lompoc High School in Santa Barbara County in Southern California on Tuesday in early June nineteen sixty three. The couple had decided to use the senior ditch day, which did everybody do that? I was too I was too scared to Oh, really? <laughs> yeah I chickened out I did it I was like fuck this shit lit a candle light I was, I was like, like my I'm dad will to...
5: murder me if I
2: <laughs> I'm like my dad's working nights he's asleep no one cares
4: <laughs> I don't think we had one or at least I was not invited <laughs> oh
5: April <laughs> uh, I,
4: I don't know I wouldn't have done it anyway yeah. I was too squeaky clean in high school
2: I was squeaky clean in high school too okay so your host is the only one that ditched just for, and just
4: nobody for... was surprised
2: <laughs> cause I got big balls <laughs> I'm not a nerd no that was for the three of us alright so the couple decided to go off on their merry way when the two teenagers didn't return home by Wednesday Robert's father went to the beach it was horrified to discover their bodies lying oh, together inside oh. the remains of a crumbling shack the victims bound with rope similar oh. to what the Zodiac would do had apparently tried to escape, but were shot and killed with a 22 caliber weapon. Robert was shot 11 times and Linda had been shot nine.
3: Don't do it.
2: The killer then (laughs) dragged the bodies to the shack where he tried and failed to start a fire. Investigators had few leads, but in 1972, the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's department announced a possible Zodiac connection. The beach killer used Winchester Western super X ammunition, the same ammunition used by the Zodiac during the 1968 murders on Lake Herman road. The Domingo slash Edwards case also had similarities to the Zodiac's attack of another young couple at Lake Berryessa in 1969. Now another possible Zodiac in connection in lieu of what investigative journalist Paul Ivery discovered through talking to other departments was in Riverside with 18. 18- Excuse me. I have to get it out before I say it.
3: Okay, here we go.
2: 18 year old Cherry Joseph Bates. Now this is a big moment in the movie they call it the Riverside connection just so you know Okay. now Cherry I'm sorry I say Cherry but it's Sherry Sherry Bates lived with her father Joseph and was a student at Riverside City College in Riverside, California on October 30th one day before Halloween this would be Devil's Night actually Mm. in 1966 she left a note that read Dad went to the RCC library the next morning the Volkswagen Beetle was found abandoned in the library parking lot and her body was lying nearby between mm. two houses. She had been stabbed several times and her throat was slashed. Police found a man's Timex watch at the crime scene, a print from a military boot, and some hairs in the dried blood on the victim's hand. Sherry Joe's purse was intact, so no he didn't rob. It wasn't it. like a robbery. Right. And an autopsy revealed no evidence of sexual assault. Mm. One month after the murder the local newspaper and the police department received typewritten letters titled The Confession from someone who claimed to be the killer. The author wrote, Miss Bates was stupid. She went to the slaughter like a lamb Mm. and added, I'm not sick. I'm insane. In April 1967, the newspaper, the police and Joseph Bates received virtually identical handwritten letters which read Bates had to die. There will be no more. The notes were signed with a symbol which resembled the letter Z. Now, in 1969, Riverside Police contacted investigators in Northern California regarding the simulators between the Zodiac crimes and the murder of Sherry Jo Bates. Sherwood Morrill, then documents examiner for the California Department of Justice, conducted concluded sorry that the Zodiac was responsible for the notes linked to the Bates case. So... You guys ready for the first official Zodiac murder?
3: Oh yeah! (laughs) Please, can't (laughs) wait. This all been child's play so (laughs) so far. So much fun. (laughs) This is like eating candy while going down a swirly slide.
4: Sounds dangerous. It does. Like get it lodged in the back of your throat. Do you think candy got to swallow?
2: Are you talking like candy flipping? No, like Skittles acid. (laughs) Okay, so. The first officially confirmed murder by the Zodiac happened on December 20th, 1968, which is where our time capital comes in, Mm -hmm. because those those initial murders that I just told you about were they're debated still. Betty Lou Jensen and David Faraday. Now, David Faraday was like an A student senior. He had this young, pretty brunette, and he finally got a date with her. Like where they could go out to Lover's Lane. This yeah. is the scenario. 60s playing the music that Larry played during the time capsule. Except better. <laughs> well, <laughs> he wanted to go out there and probably cop a boob feel. Did you know, he's been, he's been, I get it. Trump did the same thing. <laughs> all, right out of the Trump playbook. They just wanted to go out necking one night and even though he promised her parents that they would be back by 11. I promise. I'm just going to grab her by the pussy. (laughs) They never came back in time. Oh, the somebody passer- came. there were some passerbys who's probably in his pantaloons the fucking asshole this fucking shit smear of a human being let me just stop for a second yes, please. <laughs> the Zodiac is a ass clown fucking reject <laughs> of humanity a shit smear that fell off the side of somebody's britches a grandpa's fucking depends that hasn't been changed in like eight days he is the awful smell you get from a fucking manure company. He's when the they turd just... you
4: drop on the floor of Tim Hortons. Yeah.
2: I mean, this is a, this is a literal fucking retard. I'm sorry. I hate to say it because we don't use it politically correctly anymore, but this is what he is. That horrible slang term falls on this type of human being that should have got help. And he had help if he, if I think he is who he is. So let's continue on. Holy shit. There was that was some not the soundboard.
5: That was the, <laughs> that's the wind chime outside.
2: I was wait. I thought I would turn around and he'd be like, I'm 90 old. years old and I'm on dialysis. <laughs> I heard what you said. <laughs> oh, <I just laughs> shot Ryan. <laughs> There's a torticorn Cons- behind you, Ryan. <laughs> Run! <laughs> Conspiracy therapy done. Signing off. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> Passerby saw two of them outside of the vehicle. These This couple was found after their horrible sequence of events with the Zodiac outside of the car, which is something that creeps me out because... He did something. So there were bullet holes in the car's roof and back window indicating that the killer may have fired warning shots to force the victims out of the vehicle. Shell casings recovered at the crime scene identified ammunition as Winchester Western Super X copper coated. Ballistic evidence indicated that the available now at Dick's killer. Yeah. Or Walmart killer used a 22 caliber, possibly a JC Higgins model 80 semi-automatic pistol. Investigators believed that the two teenagers were likely random targets killed by a stranger for unknown reasons. So, 22-year-old, and this is our next victim, those two died. Mm. Supposedly, in the timeline that he made with the San Francisco Chronicle, those were one and two. Now, this is number three. That same night? Yeah. Wow. So this scenario would be number three. Now, Mike, who was with Darlene, survived. And at the time, he thought he was dead. So I think he, in the first note, because the, the the first note comes after this sequence. Actually, okay. the call-in, because there's a call-in that happens. He calls on a pay phone because this this guy's is he's a douche. He wants attention. He wants attention. He wants people to hear his voice. He wants people to remember that what he's doing is happening like he's I'm the I'm the judge, jury and executioner of these mm-hmm. people. Like it's just the douchiest. I'm sorry. This is the douchiest thing you can do in life. Anyway, Twenty two year old Darlene Farron was a wife, mother, and a popular waitress at a Vallejo restaurant. Now, I want to explain one thing that they're not gonna say in this that I got from researching Darlene. She was also having affairs with a lot of cops. She was a loose woman. And That's no that's no reason to No, 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 no. I'm just saying this is this this is where you could get multiple suspects. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm not saying anything about her. I'm just saying her characteristic to sleep out on her husband may have introduced different characters <laughs> to the scenario. And okay. this is where she becomes muddles interesting. The, muddles the water a bit. A bit, yes. She's also, in the movie Zodiac, I apologize for bringing this up again, this is the first kill that you see okay they're shooting Mm -hmm. fireworks off because this is around july when this happens and one of the people that she's i wouldn't say sleeping with but she's cohorting with mike shows up and they're going to go buy fireworks in the movie so in this instance michael magoo and her got in their i say magoo (laughs) magoo it might Michael be, Magoo. It might be pronounced differently, but I just kept thinking Magoo. Maju. Why can't she anything? I'm showing him the word. Yeah, I'd go with Magoo. Yeah, it just <laughs> sounds better. So, anyway, she on the night of July 4th stopped to pick up Mike, and uh, they head out to, um, well, they stopped in the Blue Rock Springs Park. Michael later told police that another vehicle pulled into the lot around midnight and then left only to return minutes later, which you can see in the movie. The car pulls up, the lights turn off. It sits behind them for a minute. And they're both looking back like, what the fuck? I don't even know. I, you know what? Going beyond the movie and what I've read, because a lot of the time when I'm doing this kind of, of true crime research mm-hmm. i assume they're probably like third basing or second basing mm-hmm. couple knuckles deep right so a car pulls up behind they stop they stop because who knows if that's the husband if it's the oh hus- right right
5: right right, right. Yeah.
2: the lights turn out that's a is that's he, a boner is he, killer is, he, is mm-hmm. he doing some cia research like waiting for the acid to kick it's in like, like he's like- like Josh and April
7: at
3: an, an ice, ice rink. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I put can my I pants put back my... on? <laughs> I was just gonna...
5: <laughs> I say, oh, the cops <laughs> are here. I, I say that. Now.
2: I say that now too. Whenever I'm like with, <laughs> <laughs> I just think of my in my head. I'm like, can I put my pants on now? Too? <laughs> That's how you guys rub off on me, I guess. Oh boy. So anyway, now. The driver got out of the car, shined a bright light over uh, some sort of thing in his hand and fired into the Corvair, which would have mean that was a nine millimeter handgun. Michael was shot in the jaw, shoulder and leg. Darlene was hit several like in the movie. You see this, but she was hit several times. Yucky, yucky, yucky,
5: yucky, yucky. It's an awful way to go.
2: At 1240 p.m. and a call later traced to a gas station payphone, a man rang the Vallejo Police Department and claimed responsibility for the shooting as well as the murders at Lake Herman Road, which had been our Lovers Lane people. According to the police dispatcher, the caller spoke in a low monotonous voice saying, I don't like ice cream. No, but that's a good that's a good uh, idea. He said. I'm going to do my best because I've researched this, so I'm going to try to do this. All right. <clears throat> Drop him down an octave and could. I want to report a murder. If you go one mile east on Columbus Parkway, you'll find kids in a brown car. They were shot with a 9 millimeter Luger. I also killed those kids last year. Goodbye. And that's what he did. He mocked them a bit at the end. Mm. It was reported when the killer said goodbye, it was almost in a mocking tone, which is... (laughs) Guys, (laughs) 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 we got a telegraph just then. (laughs) From (laughs) Larry's anus. It was from a fucking shitbird. (laughs) Now, Darlene died on arrival at the hospital, but Michael survived. I hope that picked up on Mike. I'm Investigators... Sorry. I don't think it's going to happen that uh. way. Investigators were unable to identify any viable suspects. Michael Magoo went on to change the color of his hair and move far away. Occasionally, he would come back. And a part of investigations, but like most victims, who survived the nerdy code stars and moon-loving fuck twit, he had issues for life. I'm saying that... The Zodiac was a nerdy code stars and moon loving fuck twit. So I'm sorry if that was a little confusing. Nerd. For here on this self-important grandma douche decided to write for here on, I'm sorry for here, from oh. here on on this self-important do, grandma douche.
5: Grandma douche? I'm not just saying douche. Wow. D- your grandma's douche. Yeah, flushing out some cobwebs. I haven't seen my douche in a while. Anybody have Taking it, I need to flush. <laughs> People my- will remember my name. I only come my pantaloons when I shoot them with my gun. How am I going to clean out the innards? I don't know what to do now. Maybe some Coca-Cola. Maybe.
2: You know that was used to be like a, a sperm killer. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the Zodiac decided to write some letters at this point to the San Francisco Chronicle, which is where your main hero players started to come in, namely Robert Graysmith, who is the writer of the book that I read and also the subject of which the Zodiac David Fincher movie was based on. So Graysmith was, at the time, was a political cartoonist who became obsessed with the case and uh, wanted to crack all the Zodiac's ciphers and figure out who this geek was now i'm going to read to you guys the letter that he sent dear editor
8: this is the murderer of the two teenage girls and boy from last christmas at lake herman and the girl on the fourth of july near the golf course in vallejo To prove I killed them, I shall state some facts which only I and the police know. Christmas. One brand name of ammo: Super X. Two. Ten shots were fired. Three. The boy was on his back with his feet on the car. Four. The girl was on her right side, feet to the west. Fourth of July. Now, one girl was wearing patent slacks. Two. The boy was also shot in the knee. Three. Brand name of ammo was Western. Here is part of the cipher. The other two parts of the cipher are being mailed to the editors of Vallejo and the San Francisco Examiner. I want you to print this cipher on the front page of your paper. And this cipher is my identity. If you do not print this cipher by the afternoon of Fry, 1st of Aug, 69, I will go on a kill rampage. Friday night. I will cruise around all weekend killing lone people in the night, then move on to kill again until I end up with a dozen people over the weekend. Shit. Poop. Deuce. Deuce. Species.
2: That should go on the soundboard. So Fartface also sent a detailed account of how he would have done this to the Zodiac as the Zodiac to San Francisco Examiner, because no one can be as cool as him to himself. This guy was an asshole. Guys, let me just explain to you. You guys remember a antisocial nerd in your life? Anybody remember an antisocial nerd? I'm
5: just trying to. I'm yeah, trying me, to hit this. You can hole. Point at me. That's fine, guys.
3: No, I was. I was <laughs> I, Somebody. I was, I was. I was. I know he doesn't listen. It's to us, not but you. my brother. Is
4: yeah. I'm pretty sure I went on two dates with him before I met Josh, lady. <laughs>
2: These are the people we have to worry about. Mm -hmm. I'm not being an asshole. I'm being honest. Uh, If you think about the the events that
5: happened today, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, rest in peace. Yeah. This is recorded on a certain day where a school shooting happened. Anyways.
2: It doesn't matter when we record it. It's always on a school shooting day. Yeah. Sorry, this is another downer afternoon, isn't it? I'm sorry. This is
5: uh... (laughs) a... You're testing our nerve, which is fine. We'll get to Heaven's Gate soon. <laughs> Something uplifting like a bunch of people. Killing drinking themselves. Kool-Aid. Mm, Kool-Aid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sees all, like, runs through, sees all this, like, oh, no. Just
3: <laughs> saunters
5: back out. <laughs>
3: oh, no. <laughs> it's like, under <Andrew> the giant. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then there's this confirmed murder this time in September of 69 on a Saturday in late September. College students Brian Hartnell and Cecilia Shepherd were relaxing along the shore of Lake Ber- Berriessa.
5: That's not a good Some
2: line. 30 miles north of Napa, California a man appeared holding a gun and wearing a hooded costume with a white cross circle stitched over the chest explaining that he had escaped from a prison and needed money and a car to escape to Mexico. The stranger bound their wrists with pre-cut lengths of plastic clothesline. Without warning, he plunged a large knife into Brian's back six times.
8: Oh
2: shit! He then stabbed Cecilia ten times as she fought for her life. God, damn. The man walked then walked to Brian's car and used a pen to draw a crossed circle on the door with the dates and locations of the previous attacks. The date, September 27, 69, the time, 6.30, and the notation by knife at 7.40 p.m. A man called the Napa Police Department to report a double murder. The caller described Brian's car, directed police to stay at the scene of the crime, and confessed, I'm the one who did it. Police traced the call to a payphone at a car wash in Napa cecilia died two days later but brian survived now wow we know the message that was written and this is the sixth victim okay his name is paul stein he was a 28 year old husband and cabbie and when i finish this we're going to take a break and come back in san francisco was where he was a cabbie then that night stein picked up a fair headed for a destination in the upscale Presid- presidio heights neighborhood the intersection of Washington and Cherry Streets, the passenger shot Stein in the head and removed a piece of the victim's shirt. The man walked away just before police arrived, but the police radio broadcast mistakenly described the suspect as a black man. And passing officers dismissed, dismissed a white man resembling the correct description. Oh, snap. Fingerprints found on the driver's side of the cab may have belonged to the killer and a sketch was produced based on the descriptions provided by the witness. The case was considered a routine robbery until the police in the office of the San Francisco Chronicle received an envelope with a letter from the Zodiac, which began with the words, I am the murderer of the taxi driver. The envelope also contained a bloodstained piece of Paul Stein's shirt. Zodiac denied he left fingerprints and claimed the police sketch was inaccurate because he had worn a disguise. Now, before we take a break, I want to mention that those two patrolmen that did actually see a man walking in the area when asked if he was seen was when asked if he had seen the supposed black suspect, he pointed in the opposite direction. This wow. is the
4: zodiac they that they almost had to. him. Oh man. Ugh.
2: The zodiac pointed in the opposite direction and said he had seen the man and he had a gun and was waving it around. The cops nodded and drove on. Had it been daylight, they would have seen all the blood stains on his clothes, Motherfucker. Let's take a break. Melvin
1: Bella Accompanied by police and newsmen, waited 45 minutes today to keep a rendezvous with San Francisco's Zodiac killer of five persons. The man who made the appointment never showed up. The meeting was arranged this morning when a caller, identifying himself as Sam, reached Belli on a KGO-TV talk show. He said he was the Zodiac killer and needed help. Here's how it looked and sounded. Just tell us what's going on in, in, inside you right now, Sam, please. I have headaches. Right. How long have you had those headaches, Sam? In a long time? Since I killed a kid. What? Well, was it before December that you had the headaches? Yes. Did, were you in service that you might have had the, an injury in service? Or did you ever fly out of a tree or downstairs? Were you ever unconscious? I don't know. You don't remember? Does aspirin do you any good? No. Doesn't do any good. Sam, damn stuff never did me any good either. What I had either. Sam, let me ask you a question. Did you, um, did you attempt to call this program one other time when Mr. Belli was with us? And you. What? Did you try to call us one other time about two, two or three weeks ago when, when Mel Belli was with us? Yeah. And you, and, uh, well, and you. You we couldn't were, get through. Couldn't get through. The phones were tied up. Was that it? yeah well, so, let, let me ask you this there's some reason why you go to a particular doctor or a particular priest and some reason why apparently you, you uh, wanted to talk to, to me or lead is it that you feel that we have compassion for people who get in trouble or is it you feel that uh, we can do something for you or is it you feel that uh, we we're, uh, have enough integrity if we promise you something but we're going to stick to it. Well, let's find out what, what, why he wanted to talk to. Why did you want to talk to Mr. Belli, Sam? I don't want to be hurt. I got that nerd
7: rage! Nerd rage! I got that nerd rage! Nerd rage.
2: I love the fact that we're identifying the Zodiac killer as a fucking nerd. By the way, that call was identified as a person from one of the local mental
7: hospitals.
2: Ooh. Ooh, okay. It just makes me mad. It does. So it wasn't him. Hmm. It was just a guy looking for attention, and there were zodiac copycats, which we'll get into in part two of Xerox this. Zodiacs.
5: Yeah, there was a guy in New York. Hmm. Yeah. That's okay. Like he's yeah, he was a copycat. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So it was like East Coast versus West Coast, Snoop versus it was a Tupac <laughs> versus Biggie of of serial killers. There was a shitty car ride. Just
2: so you know, on Sunday in late March, 22-year-old Kathleen Johns packed her infant daughter into a station wagon and left Santa Bernardino, California, to visit her sick mother in Petaluma. I think she was trying to go that fast, but in the northern part of the state, Kathleen was also seven months pregnant with a child of her longtime boyfriend. Oh,
5: no, I, this
2: can't I know. be good. <laughs> as she traveled on Highway 132 near Modesto, another vehicle pulled alongside the station wagon and the driver appeared to signal that Kathleen should pull over. On the side of the road, the driver explained that the back wheel of Kathleen's station wagon was loose, but he promised to fix the problem. Instead, of course, he loosened the lug nuts and the wheel fell off as Kathleen tried to drive away. The man then offered to drive Kathleen to a gas station, but she climbed into his car and discovered he appeared to have other plans. Uh -uh. She claimed he also made veiled threats to harm her child. Eventually, Kathleen grabbed her daughter and jumped from the car at a stop sign. A passing driver took Kathleen to a nearby police station where she identified the stranger from a police sketch as the Zodiac. This is no joke. Like, she literally looked up and saw the police sketch what the that was on this thing and was like, that's him. Months later, a Zodiac letter mentioned a, quote, rather interesting ride, unquote, with a woman and her baby. Mm. After this, more love letters from dumbass arrived. So there was a letter to the Chronicle that postmarked April 20th, 1970, included a 13 simple cipher and a diagram of a bomb designed to kill children on a school bus. The Zodiac denied responsibility for a recent police station bombing that killed an officer. His next one was a greeting card to the Chronicle postmarked April 28th, 1970. Is in- that in- a hallmark? Yeah. Or a shoebox?
5: Inside- shoeboxes
2: are funnier. It's Sometimes they can be. Inside the card, the Zodiac demanded publication of his bomb threats and insisted that the people of the San Francisco Bay Area wear Zodiac buttons featuring his chosen symbol, the crossed
5: circle. For my uh, stepmom's birthday today, I got I got her a shoebox card, mm-hmm. and it was two giraffes. And then they opened, on the inside it says, "Hope you enjoy two no, two long necks today."
2: Yeah! 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 There was a letter to the Chronicle postmarked June twenty sixth, 1970 containing a map of the San Francisco Bay Area with a cross circle on the peak of Mount Diablo and a code to locate the Zodiac's bomb. Now, this was a running thing. Like He talked about taking out the a bus's tires and then popping off little kids as they oh, bounced out. Jesus. That was a thing that everybody was worried what? about for a long time. And in fact, in that TV interview he says I'm gonna kill him I'm gonna kill the kids and then that's when it cuts off because it was yeah. just like
3: I get it because
2: giraffes have long necks now in the next letter to the Chronicle <laughs> postmarked July 24th of 1970 the Zodiac complained that people weren't wearing his cross circle Zodiac buttons and he claimed that he was responsible for the failed abduction of pregnant mother Kathleen Johns which we just talked about uh, that uh, shitty car ride Talk about a fucking scary and in- no kidding thing because she didn't want to do anything, like she caught him off left and right, and yet he still got her in the car, and then it became a thing. Wow. Now, this is leading into our second episode. There was a five page letter to the Chronicle, postmarked July 26, 26? wow. 26 1970. Oh, Zodiac described torturing the victims and quoted from the Gilbert and Sullivan musical, The Mikado. The letter also explained that the Mount Diablo code concerned geometri- geometric angles known as radians. Now, these are nerd. possible nerd deaths. So a postcard attributed to the Zodiac featured an advertisement for a condominium project in Lake Tahoe, Nevada, and the phrases past Lake Tahoe areas and sought victim twelves, some interpreted the cryptic Message is a clue to the disappearance of a 25 year old Donna Lass. In May 1970, Donna worked in San Francisco at a Letterman General Hospital located at the Presidio military base. Now, a lot of the clues to what he looks like is very military, very Navy, if you will. Um,
4: it's always the Navy guys. Where
2: these, oh, by the way, the initials at the end of the 66 killing mm-hmm. at the library. It was RH.
3: I was literally just pointing at Ryan too. Yeah, oh yeah, but God. Ryan
2: wasn't even born yet. Yeah. that You oh, know, was he? I was we negative got... 30. If I'm 60 something or whatever, yeah, 70 exactly. something, I must have aged pretty good, but I've been drinking since I was five. So, so he I'm is fucked. pickled. <laughs> I'm pretty pickled.
3: <laughs>
2: anyway,
3: I'm not the Zodiac. That's what the Zodiac. Ron Howard. Dun, dun,
2: dun. (laughs) Now, Presidio military base near the area where the Zodiac killed a cab driver. Donna moved Northeast to South Lake Tahoe and found work as a nurse for the Sahara hotel and casino on September 6th, 6th, 1970, Donna vanished sometime after the last entry in her work log book at one fifty a.m. Her car was found later abandoned near her apartment. According to some accounts, an identified man called Donna's employer and her landlord claiming she had to leave town due to a family emergency. Donna's family told the authorities that she, there was no such emergency and mm. the man was never identified. Investigators suspected Donna had been abducted and killed, but her body was never found. <sighs> Her disappearance remained a mystery, and her name was added to the long list of possible zodiac victims. Now, this is another suspected zodiac um, thing. Now, he did send a postcard postmarked October 5th, 1970, with a message constructed with a text clipped from other sources, like when somebody takes newspaper clippings and then adds their letters to it. The words, the pace isn't any slower. In fact, it's just one big were clipped from the comic strip Smidgens.
3: Oh, Smidgens. Now, if you flip the letters over, there's uh, little bits of uh, Calvin and Hobbes comics.
2: There was a Halloween card that was sent to Chronicle reporter Paul Avery, who was played by Robert Downey Jr. in the movie Zodiac. Uh, It was postmarked October 27, 1970. The writer misspelled Avery's name as Averly, and the number 14 was spelled with a number four and teen was interpreted as a possible reference to an unidentified unidentified 14th victim. Mm. Now every time he sent a card, it was always Zodiac 10 Out. SFPD zero. Oh so okay. he always he wanted scoreboard. to let them, he wanted to let them know there were more dying and there were more that they didn't know
5: Zodiac about. killer.
2: Yeah right. San Francisco Police Department mm. And they hated that because he was a fucking asshat. He was a diaper-eating dog.
1: So...
2: Now, on the last letter addressed to the Los Angeles Times, postmarked March 13, 1971, and it Zodiac, suggested he was responsible for the unsolved murders of Sherry Jo Bates near Riverside College, which is the Riverside connection that Paul Avery sought to make. Because we think he's not just these six killings. We think he's more than that because he always wanted to make a big deal. Mm -hmm. And that's something that always happens with the Zodiac. It was all about making himself more out there. Now there was a postcard sent to the Chronicle reporter. Paul Avery saw that was postmarked March 22nd, 1971 the writer once again misspelled Avery's name as Averly. The phrase sought victim 12 was interpreted as a reference to Donald Last's disappearance in Lake Tahoe, Nevada. Now in Albany, this is where we talk Albany. about New York. Remember, I think I brought this up while we Just were outside we went having to a br- smoke break. This is where there's a bit of copycat happening. Now this could be him or it couldn't be. But the search search for new leads in the Zodiac case led investigators across the United States to Albany, New York, which I've been to before. Nice, nice area. The office of the Albany Times Union newspaper received an envelope postmarked August first, nineteen seventy-three, with a cross circle drawn in the corner instead of a return address. The letter read, "You are wrong." I'm not dead or in the hospital. I am alive and well, and I'm going to start killing again. Below is the name and location of my next victim. But you better hurry, because I'm going to kill her August 10th at 5 p.m. when the shift change. Albany is a nice town, unquote.
6: Do you understand how
2: scary that would be? Yeah. Because it's not like this guy fails at killing. Mm
5: Mm-hmm.
2: He fails at life Right Everything else he does He fails at Mm -hmm. And it's Zodiac If you're listening right now Put your head Into an oven And crank it Please just turn your head Into a bunch of muffins Melt your face off Burn your brain Also please Tell your neighbor To take a hammer And smash your head out
3: But please go to our Our page first And leave a five star review Yeah
2: That would be good so below the message, the writer included three rows of simple symbol symbols. According to the FBI, it was another crypto fucking bullshit thing. Like, oh, I found a great uh, babysitter club cipher, which a lot of them are because there were letters left over in the first cipher. I'm sorry. Make a code that's decisive and perfect That we can cipher. Don't make a code where we have a bunch of fucking stupid letters left over, and they don't make sense. None of them make sense. Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You fucking Ovaltine bitch. I would fucking kick you in the face if I could see you right now. (laughs) Well, then. Okay, so investigators were unable to identify any murders that could explain the vague reference to a victim on August 10th. Handwriting experts could not determine if the letters were prepared by the writer of the Zodiac letters due to the lack of significant Characteristics in the Albany message, but the possibility could not be eliminated based on the limited analysis. Now, there was a letter again to the Chronicle, postmarked January 29th 1974. The writer alluded to a possible suicide. Another quote from the Gil- Gilbert and Sullivan musical, The Mikado, the notation me 37 SFPD 0. So at this point in 90, 1974, January, He's saying he's killed 37. Wow. Jeez. It was interpreted as, as a box score indicating 37 victims. Now, another card, postcard to the Chronicle postmarked January, I'm sorry, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 1974. The writer referred to the SLA Symphonese Liberation Army as a group of militant urban guerrillas responsible for the abduction of newspaper Harris' Patty Hearst. This message was signed as a quote-unquote friend. There was another card that was sent to the Chronicle, postmarked Mar- May 8th, 1974. The message was from a quote, a citizen, unquote, complained about the glorification of violence in newspaper ads from the movie The Badlands about the killing spree of Richard Starkweather and his 14 year old girlfriend. And the last. Wow! <laughs> the last dog Ooh. that barked. Let the dogs out. Josh, 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 Josh. <laughs> So, this letter to the Chronicle postmarked July 8th, 1974. The writer complained that Chronicle columnist Count Mark Spinelli suffered from a serious psychological disorder and should be sent back in the hellhole. This letter was signed, The Red Phantom, which correlates with the whole uh, Gilbert and Sullivan musical about... All the things, which of which Gilbert and Sullivan, I think was the Zodiac's big thing of something that he loved. Now I'm going to go off topic right now because I finished all my stupid sheets of things that I wrote out that I spent time researching. Guys, I think this killer. Yeah. If I haven't said it enough, it was a douchebag.
4: No, never would have guessed.
2: Nope. I also think he was a nerd. I, th- I think he was a musical nerd. Whoa, I think nerd. he he liked musicals. He liked to think of himself as the hero. Mm-hmm. I think when he got headaches and he killed, I think he thought like I was doing something great because he was also coming as pantaloons.
3: When he was hungry, do you think he considered himself the hero? If he was
7: uh, international money,
3: would he be a Euro? (gasps) These postcards. What kind do you think he sent? Was was it like a welcome from butts, Arizona? Wish you were here. And on the back, he wrote his cryptic messages or.
2: He is the quiet asshole that we've all dealt with. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Unlike Larry's.
4: Larry's got a very loud asshole today. So do I.
2: (laughs) I let it sing a bit tonight. He did. Everybody's asshole probably sang a bit. But anyway, I just want to say that in this first episode, we did a lot talking about his first crimes. Now, he did send a letter, as the first audio clip alluded to, in 1978, (laughs) saying he was back. And he was ready to go. He was ready to fuck shit up. I'm back. I'm a Zodiac. And Tashi, the detective who was the super cop in charge of a lot of things, was ready to fucking hand him his fucking biscuits in his face. Because I'm telling you, these guys are all super cops. I want you guys to know it wasn't a case of people not doing their jobs because these guys were over and over doing their jobs. And I can't wait to talk about the cops more so in episode two, but also really focus on the fact that this was the sculpture and the example of which we set things out to be serial killer kind of like by the numbers, the stuff that we, the stuff that we know now, the stuff that got us all the, the bad guys, you know, in custody now. And hopefully DNA will bring the Zodiac to justice. But these are the crimes that he committed. This is what he did. And, uh, you know, as the fans did vote for this to be something we covered, I wanted to to spell that out a bit. And then next episode, we're really going to de- deal with suspects and theories and then we're gonna fucking weigh in because you know what we weigh in with our supreme intellect. really, <laughs> Larry, you have the most intellect of anyone in the show. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing videos of us snoring in between before we started.
5: Don't fall asleep, and I won't record <laughs> you with my recorder.
2: Yeah, I love, I love Larry. So, all right. Anyway. Um, since we don't have any more segments for the episode uh, Josh where are you when you're not here
3: Off Tempo Podcast that is a music history podcast in which April and I do where we cover strange and fun stories in the world of music you can find that podcast on Facebook and Podbean April
4: uh, if you like Larry and Josh and myself, you can find all three of us on the Potty Slam podcast, or wrestling historical podcast where we talk about stories from the locker room and beyond. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Potomatic. Also, if you'd like a shirt, check us out at shop.spreadshirt.com slash
5: potty slam show. Yeah, you can catch me on the Evas. We're a baseball historical podcast and Like I had mentioned uh, during the uh, time capsule, 1968, we covered some baseball history. So if you want a companion piece, check that out. And we are Conspiracy Therapy.
2: Check us out. We have a closed group, which we will quickly accept you to. And we have our page that you can like, but also at Conspiracy T Show, where our Twitter will host Our episodes when they drop on a Monday. But shop.spreadshirt.com slash conspiracy therapy
5: podcast. Podcast. That's where you buy a (laughs) t-shirt. They can barely vomit into.
2: Mm. Come on. Mm. I hold those back pretty good.
5: You did, but they looked uncomfortable. (laughs) I'm like...
7: (laughs) Where are
5: (laughs) you... Like his eye is like now bloodshot from holding (laughs) (laughs) just jumps
7: out like a foot
2: Anyway. God, I love doing this show. (laughs) By the way, we do have a five-star shout-out.
5: Five, 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 five star review.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we do have a five star review, but this is an interesting case because Skyler wanted to send us a review, but he couldn't because he doesn't have iTunes. You know where I, you can send that through what? Maybe our email?
4: Facebook <coughs> Messenger?
2: Or Facebook Messenger. Now, Skylar is a great guy. He's from Wisconsin, or it's a girl. I don't know. I didn't look into it any more than that. <laughs> so, greetings from Wisconsin, he, she says. I apologize that I can't get a five-star review because I don't have iTunes. I just wanted to thank you guys for doing what you do. You're welcome. I suffer from anxiety <laughs> oh and my depression. God. That has been pretty overwhelming lately due to things going on at work and home. Oh my god. When I feel that way, though, I know.
5: <laughs> I hope the mic picked that one up. That Otherwise, one. you
3: guys sound like assholes. I Literally, know. Ryan sounds like an asshole.
5: Butthole. <laughs> oh god.
4: <Butthole. laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Jesus. Fucking and poop uh, <laughs> I know I can
2: just throw my headphones on and turn on the show and I'll be smiling and in a better mood within minutes. (laughs) I love the humor and thank you and can really tell you all enjoy what you're doing. Of course we do. But... Plus, getting the information out to people is important, which I think is very important, especially with this episode that we're doing. We do
5: it in our own unique way. (laughs) We do. Isn't
4: that the truth? You are
2: all wonderful people, and I wish you you. much success. You're doing awesome work. Thank
5: you once again. Skylar, you're an awesome and unique person as well. Anxiety and depression, I think the least I know. The majority of us us kind of suffer from some form or another Mm -hmm. of it. Oh, yeah. Some worse than others. I agree.
2: Yeah, no, I've 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 had horrible days in my life where I've been crippled by anxiety. So I want to say to you you're not alone. Nope. And we're here for you. You know, we're we're here. This is, you know, to be realistic, this for me is one of the highlights of my week. It's nice to sit with my friends. And I know some of them are family, but at the same time like they're all family in a, in a way Because we, we really just We care about each other And, so, and, and we might joke and rib each other uh-huh. But at the same time we have it's a fucking
5: love. blast So skyly, yeah. we want to give you a hug Oh god
3: When we say this, this The name of the show isn't therapy for I mean it's therapy for us so. It's a fucking fish in my
7: face <laughs>
2: Good lord! <laughs> what are you doing? To this? Larry's
3: God. turning purple.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that sound clip made Larry almost ejaculate Uh-oh. slash pee his pants. He's got snot bubbles. Wow, going. that
4: made me feel physically uncomfortable. I need to take a
3: shower.
2: Here's a hug for you. I'm just gonna smooch a fish.
4: <laughs> now, was that something you found online or did you record that yourself?
5: No, no, no. No, 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 that was some like old school um, sound effects CDs. they picked up like God. media play when they were going out of business. That's can I ask what the title what that is? One is Cunnilingus, the other one's called Fallatio. <laughs> okay, you
4: asked. Okay, dare I ask which one that was? That was Cunnilingus,
5: and then Fallatio slid its way in. Okay, kind of a 69 <laughs> yeah, situation okay, going gotcha. on with that one.
4: <laughs> 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 you know how to I've never it, gone down on a woman, but I feel like
5: I have now.
2: <laughs> you know how to make a sailor blush. Oddly enough, we're talking about fish. And, oh my
5: god. <laughs> oh my I'm lightheaded.
3: Oh
2: well anyway. That's been your part one of Zodiac. We have a lot I'm more to cover in serious. the next episode. But you know his crimes, you know his bullshit. So hopefully you'll go in and check out the Robert Graysmith book. And also, please. Please, please just look into the case a little bit online because there's a lot of facts out there that are interesting. And I think the more that you raise awareness on something, and I know Zodiac is everywhere, but it's always good for people to just think about something and just talk about it a little bit, especially when it's something this heinous. So we've done our plugs. Does anybody have anything they want to throw out there before we end this episode? (laughs) I think we've said enough.
4: (laughs) 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 Is it
3: Laurel or is it Yanny?
4: Uh, laurel I don't
2: even know what that's about we'll see you next week on another episode of conspiracy <laughs> therapy I love you
6: guys hot looking true I'm with I'm a lady man i really trying to What's the i trying to call out? What about my team? What? Shawty don't get locked out. Made by my sister. The only way we fall out. Morocco, you a mo. Find another hole to crawl out. Hey, I'm sick with the biggest girl's is the case get up, I'm thinking stripping girl, damn, how's that cliche right, well I flame my brain, I'm the PK type, come and rest in my nest, I'ma that night, for a girl, oh, you gon' get that pipe, whoa, wrong song, I'm thinking about bum bon bum, bon. chicka, wow wow, the color of my song, the snapping up her thorn, the rapping of this song, so tell ya this boy's gift, they giving you my own soul, hey, now what's better than that, hey, hey, now what's better than that, and it don't stop, Coast crew gon' rockin'. It don't stop, Coast crew gon' rockin'. It don't stop. I'm just a nerd, hey, 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 hey. And it don't stop, Coast crew gon' rockin'. It don't stop, Coast crew gon' rockin'. It don't stop. I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just a, I'm just a nerd. Shout hey, hey. I'm just a nerd. Shout hey, hey. A nurse, I'm a street fighter two. That is my dope, dark cloud too. That is the nope, nope. I like RPGs and everything. Metal gets I of man. That's my swing. Hey. <laughs>
4: this has been a presentation of Beer City Media. <laughs>